Good morning. I, Thomas Mann, am here today to enlighten any listeners who are willing to engage with me on a wonderful journey of learning about, I'll say, nationalism and the spark of emperors and this government idealism where all this power can be attributed to one individual. Now, of course when I say this, many of you might think of many different historical figures. We have Napoleon, Hitler, King Henry VIII, or really just any any king or queen that has lived in ancient times. Now, many might wonder exactly where this all started, and this could be argued that it's just the human inclination. But one of my personal favorite examples of a very early point in history where a lot of this really started and a lot of this came up was from the Roman Emperor Augustus Caesar. Now, Augustus was the very first Roman Emperor. Of course, there's the common misconception that Julius Caesar was the first emperor, but no, he was a dictator and first consul. That's a whole thing. But, moving on. Augustus was Rome's very first emperor and created a lineage or this emperorship that lasted well over a thousand years and even more if you are counting the Byzantine Empire. Although, there is also the Holy Roman Empire, which is disputed that it is not the continuation of the Roman Empire, although it claims to be. But, whole another point of history. What I want to focus on is Gaius Octavius Tiburnus, which was his birth name, later being named to Augustus after claiming the title of emperorship and being granted this title by the Senate otherwise known as the illustrious one, which is, you know, what it means. But that aside, Augustus is disputed in history a lot, as he's sometimes referred to as a tyrant, as he did banish many people and was quite ruthless towards his enemies. But he's also known as quite the innovator with all of the rows and new taxation and the restructuring of military. And so, many people argue whether he was good or bad for Rome. For the empire itself, he was good. He changed a lot of harsh rules, he reformed the senate, and he even gave up his military might when he uh, resigned, as he was one of the very few Roman emperors to actually die by natural causes when he, of course, got incredibly old. But, that aside, Many people claim that Augustus was still incredibly bad, as this a thousand years of emperors created many bad emperors, such as Nero or Caligula, who were some of the worst emperors or even leaders of the ancient world. But Augustus Caesar had a lot of accomplishments and quite a few shortcomings. But, all in all, he did help the Empire. He really did. And this did create a lot of Roman influence across the world. 
and especially in Europe. And this is where a lot of future European leaders derive this revitalization of the Roman virtue and the Roman Empire, which has been be, or has become a red flag, where it usually uh, pertains to nationalism and this virtue in one leader. Such was the case with Hitler and Napoleon. And so, just gonna let you know, if someone decides to bring back the Roman Empire, probably not somebody you want in charge. But that aside, I incline you to go do your own learning about the Roman Empire and how a lot of modern day or historical figures have used the Roman Empire as their own sort of guideline. Whether it's a good guideline or a bad one is for you to decide. And I thank you for listening. Have a good day.